tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. There's you just blew my mind. And welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock so hard. Joining me as always, my partner in crime, and I'm thinking it might be time to bring him back to the studio, Xavier Carrero. XG, how are you? What's up? Fuck yeah, I'm excited. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Back. Johnny and I were just talking about how, how this whole pandemic, pandemic bullshit has just crashed and burned. So it's time to bring back the uh, everyone's favorite illegal uh, back to the <laughs> studio. Uh, real quick, how's George Press stories going? Oh, good. If you're trying to figure out how to do strip club during this quarantine lockdown, we did the 101, how they're doing it. They're not doing anything. This is usual. As long as the cops don't show up, it's all, it's all game. But you get the 101. So the basics. Yeah, I, I think that should be... Uh, a rule for everything as long as the cops don't show up that should be a basic rule we all follow uh joining me on the ones and twos uh you know i haven't seen him for a little while but it's good to see him again my good friend and yours you know him as johnny nice johnny woodard how are you i'm okay man uh, it's fucking hot man you came in hard with that positive energy <laughs> i like that it's hot well john uh it, it, it johnny i never called you john i feel like only your father and mother do yeah that. It's, my name is johnny actually okay oh so it's not john it's no yeah we got a real fucking redneck <laughs> <laughs> family yeah. well johnny let's let's talk about this it is june in los angeles and you have what four layers on how many layers two three uh, yeah i on it to be fair i wasn't dressed for walking over here i just walked over here kind of I wasn't sure if you were coming in the studio because if not, I was going to record from home. And I walked over and what I was wearing. Yeah, I mean that might be a good idea. I mean, you do live by yourself, right? Yeah, I mean, been staying at my girlfriend's lately. But yeah. does uh, does she make you dress up in many layers when you guys hang out? No, but I'm a believer that. Are you saving it for marriage? No, I'm a believer if you work from home that you should kind of dress like you went to work so you don't feel like you're just in your sweats all day so uh if i'm one of those guys who flip signs should i be walking around with my sign through my house not not like that no okay. but just just get to a point where you don't feel like a fucking slob uh, hey, respect on that johnny the new episode of broken simulation broke and the kids are talking people love it some say it's the best episode so far i say you guys just like hearing homo rock stories about me <laughs> that story's so funny about that <laughs> sam's uh, friend Annie, yeah, had a homoerotic dream about him and Adam Sandler. Yeah, let's just say Sam wasn't the top. So. I was the top. She never officially got <laughs> yeah, into no, that. She, no, she officially got no, into it. No, she didn't. Johnny, stop embarrassing Listen, me. Listen, Sam Tripoli comedy on YouTube. If you want to watch, uh, it's also on iTunes. Check it out. Yeah, that God. Says, sorry, but that mohawk says bottom. What? This no, dude. You, I, there's <laughs> no time a guy with a mohawk's ever been a bottom. 
Please stop that. Don't make me start Googling. <laughs> Mohawk power bottoms? <laughs> yeah. No, you see, that was you kept saying, oh, so I'm a power bottom. And she was like, no, nah, not even a power oh, bottom. Oh, so I'm not even a I'm just a, a really meek, no, I mean weak bottom? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, we're taking down the episode. Listen to the episode before I take it down. Guys, t-shirts are flying. Uh, if you really love uh, Why Such a Sheep, that's available at tinfoilhattshirts.com. The Patreon is on fire. Go to, uh, pa- go to um, patreon.com backslash tinfoilhat. I have a new uh, podcast that I'm doing. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's available f- right now only on Rockfin dot com and it is called zero and it is about it's my spiritual podcast and and i will be going on kind of this siddhartha journey to uh study you know spirituality some of my favorite episodes i've done on this show is about spirituality and i always get you guys there's no conspiracy in this well i want to hear about the bisexual lizard people and the wormholes and the time travel and the pizza gates okay i get that so I've decided to start a, a, a spiritual podcast. Uh, Rockfin has asked me to be there. And if you don't know what Rockfin is, uh, Johnny, have you ever been on Rockfin? Uh, yes. Rockfin is kind of like Netflix of paywalls, basically, where you pay a monthly fee and you get all this uh, special content. So that is what Rockfin is. And uh, I hope you guys will check that out as well. That should be starting in the very near future. Um, we're going to be going live, guys. We're getting back to normal. The uh, Tinfoil Hat live show is come Tinfoil Comedy. Myself, Xavier Guerrero, and Eddie Bravo will be live at the Spokane Comedy Club. That's July 17th at 10 p.m. Uh, that's Spokane. Go to SpokaneComedy.com, and you will be able to get uh, those tickets. And then the Tacoma Comedy Club, July 18th at 420, and that's TacomaComedyClub.com. So... You know, uh, Xavier Guerrero, you didn't go to the first one. Uh, these two shows were the when we did them the first time. It's like, oh, we're on to something. So you're, oh, you're yeah, I, that was the day you were tripping at the airport. Oh yeah, that was the day I was doing acid <laughs> at the airport. Thank you, thank uh, you. One of, the, one of the one of one of the ones where I was like, why couldn't I be there? That would have been a great time hanging out with Sam. Me I doing think. acid with a guy I thought that was in the CIA, right? <laughs> Guys, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com and use the promo code, I believe. Hold on. Because, uh, yes, Blue Chew is a hat or tinfoil. Uh, use the promo code. Uh, Blue Chew, guys, I have two children. Obviously, I love Blue Chew so much. I did it twice. You know what I'm saying? Blue Chew, in these hard times, we need... Hard men. Does that make any sense, right? Hard times. We need hard men. Go to uh, Bluetooth brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Man, Bluetooth is prescribed online by a licensed physician, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office and, and wait in the line at the pharmacies. It's shipped to you in a discreet package. I've asked Bluetooth to just write boner pills all over the package so everybody in my neighborhood knows daddy delivers, right? 
Anybody? Hello? So yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. Blue Chew is for the America it's for American men. Made in America for American ladies. Okay? That's how it goes. Guys, the only way we're gonna beat these lizard people is start cranking more warm-blooded Americans out there, right? John, Johnny's working on it right now. He doesn't, <laughs> right? Johnny's trying to go, go crush them. I make, mm. jo- I got Johnny for his birthday that recently, I got him like uh, a giant uh, 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 birthday cake with blue chew in it. And he chopped it and he ate it and he just <laughs> he kept fainting because he had such a giant boner, guys. So right now, uh, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free. And when our special promo code hat or tinfoil. And after that, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's bluechew.com. Promo code hat or tinfoil. Try it for free. Blue Chew. Okay, it's better, cheaper, faster, stronger. It's kind of like the $6 million man. Right? Yep. I don't think he was cheaper. He wasn't. Well, <laughs> just think about that. $6 million back then. Some now it's like nothing. Oh, someone, someone just won the lottery. $41 million, and you know how that goes. They don't have to name who it is. So Oh, you know, snaps! Jeffrey Epstein strikes again. Guys, uh, I'm going to bring in our guest. He's probably probably thrown up his mouth a couple times after these, <laughs> these reads. Uh, this, this man lives dangerously. Uh, he went into the, uh, he just stared into the abyss and the, the abyss stared at him back. Uh, please welcome investigative reporter and t-shirt merch man. Uh, your friend, mine, Ryan O'Neill. How are you, Ryan? Hey, Sam. How you doing? I'm doing well. For those who don't know, this is a different Ryan than the, uh, you know, Danish and O'Neill who have a podcast called Boner City. Okay, it's this is a Ryan who is an investigative reporter who, uh, kind of, in a weird way, danced with the devil and uh, it got real interesting. Uh, Ryan, how are you? Uh, good man. It's a good day. Uh, nice and sunny here. Um, you know. Not bad at all. I was looking forward to coming on here. Uh, I've been looking forward to it for a while, so just happy to be here. Uh, thanks for having me as a guest. Ryan, the first thing I noticed about you is your attention to detail on your beard. That beard is stunning, and it looks like you should be selling uh, late-night stuff on, like, he doesn't he look like a pinch man? Like Billy Mays. Yeah, he got that Billy Mays nice cut, so congratulations on that. Um, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, now, are you a conspiracy theorist? Would you say a conspiracy theorist? Uh, all my friends would definitely say I'm a conspiracy theorist. Um, you know, me myself, I, I think I'm just, I take it as I see it, you know. Um, I, I, I try to file everything accordingly. Like, oh, this is probably not real. This has some, like, uh, this has actual ground to stand on, you know. But I wouldn't call myself a conspiracy theorist. but Everybody in my life would definitely call me a conspiracy. <laughs> What's your wife call you? Uh, you know. <laughs> Do you? Uh, it's very weird. Is your is your significant other? I should assume it was a wife. You could be with a power bottom. Beyonce. I don't know. Um, but but um, does she? Is she cons- into conspiracies? No, no, not at all. Um. I mean, she just like goes along with, you know, my stuff. Like she'll like, if I'm excited about something and like want to talk about it, she'll like listen. Uh, but she's not out there, you know, 
clicking on the the internet links and like talking to her friends about it. She's just more like middle of the road, doesn't rock the boat. Uh, and I'm more the, the boat rocker. I love that. I love that. So it's very interesting. Um, I've heard of your, I, you have an interesting story, uh, and it involves, uh, Pedogate, but at that time it was called Pizzagate. Okay. Um, is Pizzagate one of the big first conspiracies for you, or are you always into conspiracies before that? I mean, like slightly. I, I've seen like the occasional documentary, um, but no, I, I wouldn't say it, it took up any significant portion of my life prior to Pizzagate. Um, Pizzagate was really the first one like I, I truly dove into, but I, I like I've seen all like the major like documentaries that people have seen. You know, my me and my buddies have talked about JFK, uh, the moon landing stuff like that. Um, so, so the basic stuff, yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I'll hear you talk about it on some podcast stuff I've never even heard of. So I, I wouldn't say I'm a big uh, where you, conspiracy. Where, where do you stand on nine eleven? Uh, most likely an inside job to, to some degree. Uh, where that degree is, I I'm not sure. Uh, but definitely like to some degree. Uh, which I imagine like most of these conspiracies are like to some degree accurate. Um, but you know, the, the whole thing's about us not finding out information. So it, it's hard to, I'm very serious about like filing stuff correctly. Yeah, uh, I get so that. Like, I get that. It's very interesting because I've been thinking a lot about, um, you know, I have friends who, you know, are very, very well-known human beings and they're wonderful people, but a lot of them, uh, you know, believe that like conspiracy theorists, uh, you know, are w wrong a lot or that, that they hold us to a higher standard that, uh, necessary to prove something that they do to, uh, the mainstream media, right? You know, it's like the whole notion is like, if, a if a, uh, conspiracy theorist is wrong, he's discredited forever with anybody, but the mainstream media is never right. And I mean, never, I mean, never, I mean, I, it, it's very weird to do a general like that, but it is 100% true. It's like, we look back at the news and how we used to look at it. And now you think, were they always like this? Or was it when Bill Clinton uh, deregulated me that it just went to shit? Uh, so what you're talking about is filing and getting everything. is because that's the standard in which conspiracy theorists have to operate. We are not allowed to ever be wrong. I was recently wrong uh, when I posted that Obama, Obama's, um, uh, his organization had... Um, posted a picture involving uh, George Floyd a week before he's killed. Well, it turns out that just like if you go on Twitter and you change your profile pic, it changes all the way back. Let's, uh, to be fair, though, you weren't the originator of that idea. I mean, somebody else. Noticed. Someone else sent it to me. Yeah, but I mean, it was, it was, from, it was a Q drop, right? What? Wasn't that from Q? Uh, I don't know if that was Q. I, I, I didn't get it from Q. Yeah. 
But I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. But the point is, well, the thing that everyone said was that it was the profile generator, the pick generator that if it's the top pick on there, that's the pick that will come out. The problem is it wasn't the top pick. And I'd gone back on Obama's website looking at it over and over again. Yeah, well, I, I used to have to work with those, those uh, that whole, uh, they call it like a card validator is what they call it. And sometimes it's not the most updated one if it hasn't like cycled it or whatever, hasn't updated it in Twitter. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, you're right. So, so basically what happened was I was wrong there. So uh, we have to live to a higher standard. But see, I'm not afraid to be wrong. I'd rather do right than be right. So I have no problems admitting when maybe I get something wrong. And I, dude, there's a literally a, just a war on truth, Ryan. And, uh, I want to get into Pizzagate because when did you first learn about Pizzagate? And are you offended by the term Pizzagate? Are you like one of these people, it's pedogate? Or what's your thoughts on that? No, I, I mean, I don't care. It's, it's a silly name, but I mean, like, it makes sense in the way it, like, naturally unfolded. You know, I, I first got into it. I was a Bernie supporter uh, back in, like, 2000. 15. Uh, so I was like, uh, you know, go Bernie, go. And then uh, Bernie, you know, bent the knee. Um, Very interesting, and- too, that that's what everybody's doing now. Which is a you remember, man, in like Game of Thrones, everybody's bend the knee. It's a- I use the term, you know, he, he truly like bent the knee to, uh, you know, the, the powers. Uh, but then. Um, the uh, WikiLeaks released Podesta's email. So I was like, oh, man, we're about to go crazy on this. And then silence, like nothing happened. And I was like, what the, what the fuck's going on here? Like, why, why, why aren't we talking about this? Why aren't we diving in? So I started diving in. And the people that I found myself like surrounded by were ended up being like Trump supporters. And I, I wasn't a Trump supporter at all. Um, I assumed he was what everybody said he was. And, you know, I, I watch the media just like everybody else. The water's so murky, you know, uh, you, you kind of see what they tell you is in there. Uh, but it wasn't until I kind of like rolled up my pants sleeves and got down in there that I was able to like, okay, so they lied about this. This wasn't accurate and so on. But that's how I got into the, the Pizzagate was just going into those, uh, those emails. And then it wasn't long after those emails got released that, you know, we're, we're in the deep channels of the internet for me anyway. And, uh, you know, the, the first few emails came up and the, the first one was, uh, one, it was just a picture of, uh, you know, uh, a lady, um, at a pizza place. And, uh, the, that was the, uh, the file, uh, the attachment and the, uh, the email said it doesn't get any better than this. So it wasn't really anything that sparked it to go down that path. Uh, but then we find out like, okay, that's a reporter that was taken hostage in North Korea. And then they would only release her to Bill Clinton. If Bill Clinton came personally, it was some weird circumstance. Uh, but then it, we, as we went deeper down into it, um, it just got stranger and stranger. Yeah, uh, for sure. For sure. I remember when pizza Gay started opening up, I kind of was like, ah, this is interesting. You know, I, I didn't really understand how rotten the system was in both Washington, D.C. 
and Hollywood with pedophilia until these emails came out. Now, we've had people on to tell us that, you know, WikiLeaks is a honeypot and it's done on purpose. And I'm like, okay, if that's true, here's the whole thing, man. You know, Johnny brought up Q and we're talking about these emails and what represents because what these emails and what everything represents is that that Donald Trump is some sort of like last chance of uh, like uh, of you know saving this country as we know it right and, and if that's not true what is really going on what is really going on because this these emails being released is the chain of that begins this beginning of just destroying all these institutions I mean, just think about what the mainstream media was before Donald Trump's campaign. Free trade, social media, all that stuff. I thought America was like close to to falling off the cliff. Uh, But like once the Pizzagate stuff came out, I was like, we're already off the cliff. We're just hanging on this little branch that was on the edge. We're like so Bruce Willis and really some cliffhangers, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah. cliffhangers, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. We're just holding on to an edge. Yeah, it's so interesting, man. Hey, I got real quick. I got to stop. I have to use the restroom. I'm sorry. I tried this whole one. Um, it is very interesting, you know, uh, what it represents. I remember the moment that I realized that Pizzagate was real. For now. For those who don't understand what Pizzagate is. Well, wait, wait, what was the moment? Hold on, I'm, I want to say what Pizzagate is first and then get into my moment. Ryan, would you like to tell them uh, to your best understanding what, what Pizzagate is? Uh, Pizzagate's like this conspiracy, you know, um, but basically saying that there are, um, at its core, there's you know, at high positions in government and power, uh, that there is a deep level of satanic worship and a fascination with pedophilia at levels we're not exactly sure of how involved they are. Uh, but it's at, it's at deep levels that it seems to make up the fabric of that. Um, so all we can do is take the evidence that we have and, and make some conclusions of that. Pizzagate itself as um, I, I would say, like, there's this castle that's the, the, the deep state, the powers that be, and there's a big wall around that castle. And Pizzagate itself was just this little part of that wall that started to crumble at one point. And they quickly repaired that wall. But the people that were there got a glimpse behind that wall. Yes. Um, so we, we kind of saw what we weren't meant to see, just like behind the curtain type deal. Uh, it, it is very interesting. You know, uh, Greg Carwood came on and was t- kind of talking about the internet and, you know, from the higher side chats. And he was like, you know, the truth is that all these people in particular, Hillary Clinton, she's, she's so old and we all grow old. I'm very, as I pr- approach, I'm in my late forties. As I approach 50, I I'm very cognizant of, uh, a- ageism. And age discrimination. And uh, the blessing of the internet is it allowed people who would normally have been pushed out to 
continue to generate uh, a livelihood and, and grow fans, thank God. Uh, you know, if I, if the internet wasn't here, who knows if you guys would ever have heard of me or done anything like that. Um, but there is a time where the internet and, and, and things on the internet can sometimes get beyond people who didn't grow up with the internet, uh, beyond their understanding of how it operates. And I think that is what happened to Hillary Clinton. She didn't truly understand what the internet was, what, what it meant to send emails off a secured server. Or she was just so evil she did it and didn't think anyone would have the balls to bust her because she straight up did it. It does make you wonder what the pedos IT guy is, you know, how qualified is he? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, do they have the primo? I, uh, probably not, right? Because you, you gotta, it's got to be somebody you can trust with getting on your computer if you're into that shit. So maybe, maybe the pedo IT guy is just not qualified. Yeah, what do you think? He's like a devil with only one horn. He's like not even <laughs> that straight-laced. I don't even know, but whoever it is, you know, and, and here's the whole thing. Like, the people surround these people. What if it's Bill Gates, dude? What if, what if they have, what if it's Bill Gates, they blackmailed him and he's in charge of. Uh, oh, I mean, he's definitely. Like, IT. did you guys hear that story about the, uh, how a guy on his, uh, on his, basically his property got busted with all this kitty porn? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's Ooh, this guy. You know, what, you know what Bill Gates said when he found out, right? What? That'd be bad thing. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. You know, and then you got, you know, Obama is such an interesting guy because, you know, the opinion of, of Obama, there's always been like a segment of Republicans who just hated Obama and they were saying all this crazy shit that nobody wanted to listen to because they were so full of shit and 9-11 and the weapons of mass destruction and Fox television and Fox News going hard on, you know, selling us on weapons of mass destruction that when they started telling us about all this shit about Obama, we're like, whatever, shut up, you know, you're crazy. And a lot of it turned out to be true, you know? I mean, like, a lot of it, I, you know, the the birther certificate, which everyone says is a Republican thing, was 100% started by Hillary Clinton. She's the one who came up with that. You can actually see her talking about it because she wanted to win. And she just was up against a Rothschild. Doesn't she strike you as a person who would do anything to win? Like, if you came to her with any any kind of proposal like that, she'd be like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Uh, she literally did everything to win. Yeah. Hillary Clinton losing that competition is, I'm not lying, this is not exaggerating, it is the worst loss in the history of human competition. You mean like upset, right? Like, it, like a come from behind, like... Well, I mean, Trump's the upset. I'm talking from her angle. She is literally. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes it makes Mike Tyson looking look Buster losing Douglas, to yeah. Buster Douglas like that was way more even. Yeah. Buster Douglas, th there was a rematch of that. Hillary's not getting a rematch of this. She lost so bad. They said, "Don't We're speak so soon." Hey, easy, <laughs> Don't brother. Speak so soon. Unless you got a time machine. <laughs> um, I don't know. I Ryan, your thoughts on all that? Uh, back to like the, uh, the people like, uh, the, the IT people, you know, Podesta, he, he had, it was a phishing email. So somebody sent him like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. what an idiot. After, you know? And so he like gave somebody his password. What an so idiot. It's just like, these people aren't that smart. Um, they're powerful. 
there's a giant, powerful network, but the people themselves aren't that sharp. Uh, and, and we can see that in Joe Biden out there. Like he's just, he's not that sharp. Um, you know, it's interesting, Ryan. I'm not trying to cut you off because I've been talking the whole time and I'm, I'm going to let you go for a little while. I'm going to shut up, but uh, it's that, and he's very much like Bill Gates, John Podesta, his parents uh, were very powerful people and they just stepped into the family business. Bill Gates isn't super. I mean, I hate to tell everybody he's not the mastermind. Everybody thinks he is. He's just cutthroat. And that's the same thing with Podesta. He fucking is cutthroat dude. Learned it from his mother. Did everything his mother told him to do. Walked into the family business, which was basically, you know, high profile socialite uh, that, you know, worked with the people. And uh, Ryan just quit. Ryan just quit the show. He walked off. That's the first time anyone's ever walked off the show. So I'll just keep talking anyways. Um, so um, what if Ryan was like that guy in Turkey in that video? And he's just gone. He wasn't ever here. Yeah, uh, that's so true. That's so true. Um, so, so sometimes we think people are smarter than they are. And reality is they were just positioned in the right place to take advantage of the opportunities. So many politicians are like that, man. They're just not smart. And because they learned how to speak in a certain cadence, we think they, you know, they have some authority to, to talk down to us, but they're idiots. Like 80% of them, good 80% or more. I would, yeah, 100%. I mean, like in everything else in the world, we never want, in Japan, let's say, you're not allowed to leave your business to your kids. Because it will fuck yeah. the stockholders. They're like weathermen, TV weathermen. That's what they're. The politicians are like TV. You're Great always talking point. about that. Yeah. Great point. So uh, Ryan, they uh, Podesta fishes and gets fished, and he all of these emails are are uh, discovered. And uh, what were in the emails? Uh, you know, a lot of normal stuff. Um, we were, uh, I mean, we, it started on like 4chan, you know, they were digging through these things. By the time I got like really started getting into it, we were finding stuff on 4chan. My friends were sharing stuff, but I was on Reddit, you know, they, they had that big Pizzagate subreddit that blew up, but there's just a lot of interesting stuff. And that's all it comes down to is um, what we know for sure from the emails is like John Podesta is heavily involved with a, a satanic worship. Um, so he's Marina Abramovic is having these, uh, you know, spirit cooking dinners. She's talking to, uh, you know, uh, Tony Podesta, John's brother. And it's like, Hey, uh, you know, is, is, uh, is John coming down for the dinner? And then, then you see the chain, you know, he emails, uh, John's like, Hey, are you going to dinner tonight? And there's no need to explain them that it's a spirit cooking, what this is. There's no need to prepping. John's very familiar with spirit cooking. He knows what it is. And he's like, no, I can't make it tonight. You know, there's, there's no need to go into it any further. Uh, then there was things like the handkerchief email uh, where they're clearly like talking in code. Uh, now, that doesn't mean it's about pedophilia. You know, people have drawn certain connections. It could be about anything, but they are talk, talking in code. And like, he, meant, he mentioned that, pizza too, right? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a handkerchief with a map on it that seems pizza related. The Didn't he use the actual word though? The actual like, term pizza a few times, like "Hey, we're going for pizza." Or was that Hillary? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he used it a couple of times for sure, um, and and that's kind of where it, it came from. 
But the, the whole handkerchief thing, he said it looks pizza related. Like it's a handkerchief oh, okay. with a wrap on it that looks pizza related. Uh, so nobody knows what that means. You can you can ask a million people. Nobody knows what that means. But they did. Um, and there's also some interesting thing that Obama sends out an email and order. And this is like, listen, man, you can say whatever you want about Trump. He's fucking hilarious sometimes <laughs> and yeah, you know sure. when i remember was it the, was it when the uh the football team came to visit him he got all this fast food and he kind of was yeah. re- referring to obama ordering fifty thousand dollars worth of hot dogs and pizza right and that people believed because that's a lot of money to spend on pizza. I mean, yeah, but also he's flying it in from Chicago too. Yeah. So it's like, so uh, there's this whole thing. Like I can see somebody splurging on saying like, oh, I want a Chicago hot dog. You know, I'm not going crazy about those types of emails. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? It doesn't mean there's nothing sinister there. It's just to me that doesn't really raise any red flags. Uh, but when they're talking in code and stuff and, and, it's obviously talking about code and we can pull up that FBI uh, unclassified document that shows like this symbol means this, this word means this, that these are common. It's common language used in that circle. And then we can tie it to James Alafontis and we take a deep dive into his Instagram. We can see that same uh, theme going on of pedophilia. Exactly. And that is how I realized this was real. And the moment I realized it was real was when that kid walked in and shot up the place. And by shot up the place, he shot up the computer where anything that might be uh, damaging to anybody was on. So I said, go on. Through the door into the hard drive. That's it. The day before the, the cameras are moved, it makes no sense. Well, explain who that guy was. It was some random. He just went in there, guns blazing, right? No, no. What are you? Are you new to this show, XG? Is anybody yeah. just randomly just show up in these stories? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that he wasn't like. It's not like like he knew what was going on. He just went in there. It seemed like uh just to cover it up. Just like no, cover up. XG. That is not okay. No, but I, yeah, and I, you didn't know this, and that's okay. I was only joking. I'm not yelling at you. Daddy's not mad. Um. Basically what happened, and Ryan, you could correct me anytime you want, and you could also tell me to shut up because I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm very amped right now. I have a lot of coffee in me. Um, basically what happened was this guy walks in and shoots up the computer, right? Have you done any investigation on who that guy is, Ryan? Personally, I've read things people have posted. The guy's name is Edgar Madison Welch. Uh, he drove from like Ver- kids a further off place he drove in said he was going to comet pizza he, he shows up at comet pizza he demands to see the the children in the basement of the the pizza shop uh of course the employees are like dude what, what the fuck are you talking about why why do you have a gun and then apparently he shoots one shot off in the direction of the office so he, the shot, the bullet goes through the door and straight into the hard drive of a computer there. <laughs> so it destroyed the hard drive, the one bullet. Uh, the guy himself, his dad was Here's involved. It. In Here's it. Here's it. Here's the whole thing. 
he's got an IMDB out there. And I know that's like the popular thing to say is like, oh, this guy's got an IMDB. Like everybody apparently has IMDB. Uh, but his dad was uh, involved in a three-letter agency. I can't recall which one. And it, I should point out that it's been a long time since I really dove into the stuff. Well, that's you know? okay, man. That's fine because we're going to get to, you know, you're here for a very specific reason. And it's, you're doing wonderful. The, and, what, but he also claimed to walk around the spot and never find a basement, right? Okay. It's, no, there is no basement at Comet. And well, so the, the, hold on. The hold on. Hold on. Okay. There is a picture. Mm-hmm. of a room which they someone put kill room under it but it, there is i i did that there is a picture of a <laughs> a room and i somebody had re- referenced it re- made reference to it being the basement before it is a big empty room it was on the instagram of james alfontis or of comic ping pong but there is that room and yeah so what happens is this kid, his father, just like Ryan said, had worked on this like habitat for Haiti or like some sort of orphan organization with Haiti. Now, when you go far back, the people who funded this group, this, this organization was the Clinton Foundation. This gentleman, this guy's dad, who we're talking about right now, had a production company called Forever Young. Okay? So so now you get into this. So this guy shows up. He worked with his dad in this organization for uh, Haiti orphans funded by the Clinton organization, the Clinton Foundation. Now, James Alphantis, who owns Comic Ping Pong, his lawyer is the guy that basically owns Best of Pizza. Best of Pizza logo is a straight up pedophile symbol. Now, the guy who owns Best of Pizza is a lawyer. His, and he, this is where it gets nuts. He was basically in charge of the U.S. government's agency on stopping child sex trafficking, which is very consistent with what these people do. They put their people in positions to basically either stop an investigation or warn them of investigation or take the investigation in the wrong direction. It's like organized crime. Yeah. Exactly like organized crime. That's what happens. Organized crime and corporate corporate business where they get people installed as regulators it's kind of a combination of those two right on the on the first case of jeffrey epstein that's why it didn't go down someone gave him an insight to delete everything when they went into him into his first case there was nothing there there was an inside job yeah for sure i mean like the first time he got dude the fbi showed up and told the prosecutor this guy's above your pay rate give him a good deal get the fuck out i mean like it's unbelievable uh Ryan, what did I want to ask you? I had a question I wanted to ask you was... Um, By the way, Welch is from Salisbury, North Carolina. Uh, there we go. Man. And also, um, across the street from Vesta and Comet is um, Beyond Borders, who worked in Haiti, funded by the Clinton Foundation. Oh, oh. The whole Down street the is the whole like strip, shady yeah. as shit. The bookstore was a Clinton speechwriter. Um, right down the road. And then all those buildings were sold by one person 
Uh, it's, it's one of those guys in Saudi Arabia, but he had, uh, he owned all those buildings and then sold them off piece by piece. It, it, very strange. And go you know on. How much time team. he got? How much? Four years for shooting up where kids were at with the assault rifle. Well, I mean, here's the whole thing. You're told he's doing four years. Mm-hmm. I, we don't ever really know any of this. I'm just telling you, man, when they're like, oh, El Chapo, he's going to the most super max prison. He's only going to see light one hour a day. You're like, and no one's going to see him. That same prison was the one Epstein died in. What a coincidence that you take the most, no, most no, wanted no, guy and you put him no. in that prison. XG, El Chapo didn't go to a New York State prison. Yeah, he's there right now. No, he's not. He's in a Denver. He's in a Colorado Supermax. Well, that's where he started. He was taken straight to New York <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. But he is right now in that. Can you look that up, Johnny? Because if XG's right, I'd like him to get credit on the show with me <laughs> being wrong. I don't yeah. want him to get it post, you know, but you know, we don't, um, yeah, he's at ADX Florence uh, in, in Colorado, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wrong. All right. So, so, so we have, so we have all these people and all these people and, and, and James Alphantis is hooking up with a, a Clinton associate. James Alphantis is named one of the top 100 most powerful people in in uh washington dc right ryan and it's like why is this pizza shop guy one of the most powerful people out there yeah he was listed as a uh, number 49 in a, a top 50 list on uh on gq magazine in washington dc and dc of course is like you know all the politicians are there there's some really powerful people here and here this uh this local pizza shop owner is right there at 49 and Podesta is a little bit like at 32 or something like that. So just a few spots above is Alephantis. And another uh, thing about Edgar Madison Welch is he, before he went to Comet Ping Pong, he ran over a teenager. So I'm not sure exactly how that ended up, but he, I think got off for run, like running down a teenager. Um, so that, that's just another interesting thing to look into. And it's, I heard about it a long time ago. I just looked it up. I was like, am I, am I remembering this correct? But sure enough, he did. Uh, but just uh, more interesting stuff with Welch. El Chapo was at a facility called MCC New York before he got moved to Supermax. There you go. There you go. I think, uh, I think uh, XG's using Mexican Google. <laughs> it helps me out. I, it's, it's, <laughs> Um, so, so the reason Ryan's such an interesting guy, because Ryan is either one of the bravest guys in the world or just maybe didn't understand who he was talking to because <laughs> Ryan starts doing, Ryan, can you tell us your story real quick about how you ended up? So basically Ryan contacts is contacts James Elephantis. Yeah, so I, I I started like a t-shirt company, like and not even a company. Like I ordered like 20 shirts, <laughs> made a website, and I was like, oh, the best thing would be awareness and the people walking around in shirts, you know. Like I had this idea. <laughs> so I I I do Viva that. Revolution. Yeah. 
Ah, some brilliant idea. Um, so then I, I make the shirts and I'm digging in, you know, and um, when I dig in, I, I, I found these things about uh, this interesting place, Pajama Factory. I, I was kind of like scatterbrained about it. So I was like, let me focus on one thing. So that kill room you mentioned earlier, I was like, I'm going to find that kill room. I'm going to figure it out. So I go down that path and I'm down the path of this place called Pajama Factory, which there's in James Elefantis Instagram, there's a guy named Working on Manichis. Yes. He works at the Pajama Factory. And so he said he, he had a kill room that he posted on Instagram. And then Alephantis had a kill room. That's what they called it, a kill room. It's not something I called. I, I didn't name it that. They named it. And so I just refer to it as that. Right. So they had, uh, Jimmy Common had one where he said he had a kill room. And then working on Manichi said he had a kill room. And he put the location, Pajama Factory. So I assumed they were the same place. And I was like, oh, it's at Pajama Factory. I just got to figure out a little bit more. So I get into it. I'm looking it up. Uh, and I start seeing stuff about Pegasus Museum here, there. I think uh, Reddit was gone by this point, so we were all on boat, uh, which is another message board. And so I see uh, a thread here about Pegasus Museum, a thread here about Pegasus Museum, and I put them all together. I'm like, okay, well, this is obviously where that photo you're referring to, where there's a freezer, yeah, um, and there's a um, they're they're like digging a like a drainage ditch. Um, through like this building. Um, so I put a, a video together um, that looked, that said exactly where it was, which is this place called Pegasus Museum. Um, oh prior to putting out the video, I had contacted James Alafontis and I said, hey, what do you think about <laughs> a user submitted interview? So somebody put on boat that they messaged Alafontis and that he responded. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll message him see if he'll respond you know <laughs> so he, he does i say yeah would you be interested in this user submitted interview and he says like yeah probably not um so i was like oh my god this guy like i've been researching this guy for like three four months now and here he is talking to me what a crazy you know feeling this is it, it, it was strange uh but it what it had like, like some like adrenaline to it like there was some rush to it um but nothing had come of it at that point. So he asked, like, well, what's your YouTube channel? I sent it to him. He's like, ah, oh, you're just trying to sell shirts. And I was kind of like, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> you're like, come on, you sell pizza. Let's like, help a businessman <laughs> yeah, like, out. Come, let's, let's, let's make something happen. You know, nobody's satisfied with that Megyn Kelly interview you just did. Let's do a user-submitted interview. If you got nothing to hide, you can put it to bed. Uh, and these guys can ask the questions they want to ask you. So of course, you know, obviously he's going to be like, no, not interested. The next day I put out the Pegasus museum video. So then he contacts me back on Facebook messenger. He's like, okay, man, you win. And I'm like, I know what he's talking about. Cause I know the Pegasus museum video is probably like a pretty big deal. Um, so tell so us like, a little oh. bit about the Pegasus museum before we get into why, uh, the interview itself. Now, uh, I, I've heard stories that just like in Hollywood, uh, I've heard I've heard stories. Haven't actually seen it, everybody, before you start going nuts. <laughs> you worked at the Standard Hotel, you thought no, dude, okay. I've heard stories of uh underground tunnels. Now there's this kid, I call him a kid, he was a grown ass man in his forties, but I knew him when he was much younger, uh, Harry Morton, who recently passed away. Now, the very interesting story about that 
He's he used to own the Hard Rock, and I, like to this day, when his family owned the Hard Rock in Vegas, it was considered the golden era of that hotel. And um, the interview he gave was that there were actually tunnels under Hollywood that connects all these all these like buildings on Sunset. Ah, uh, so then the rumor has always been that in Washington D.C. A lot of these businesses have underground tunnels, and that, that would somewhat make sense if you own all these different businesses right there on the same block. Well, even in the, the one on Sunset, it's like they always said Ciro's was connected to the underground, like across the street, right? Because that's where the mobsters would like take people and do the hits under what? like the comedy store now, you know? What, you wait, what type of tunnels are we talking about? Have you seen the one Chapo escaped out of? Well, I mean, along the lines of that, yeah. I mean, but it's like... Yeah, but like, first world. Yeah, hi, you know, <laughs> dude, nobody wants to get their shoes dirty when they're kidnapping children, right? I mean, right? And that El Chapo thing's hilarious. There's no way you couldn't hear them working on the tunnel. And what are you going to be, like the guy that tells El Chapo he can't do the tunnel? Yeah. Like, how long till you're dead? Like, lunch break, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah this wasn't some Shawshank Redemption shit yeah. where he was, like, shaking his pant leg out in the yeah. yard. He, yeah. was, he had, like, some real equipment. Yeah. So, so that's the whole thing. Now, 100%, I've never seen an underground tunnel at the comedy store. No, no, I'm, I think it's now, like, buried or whatever, but you used to hear these stories that, so why couldn't there be some that are still active is what I'm saying. So I've I'm always okay, heard that that one's closed. <laughs> If it was at the comedy store, what would it be? In the basement? Well, yeah. yeah I mean, well, where's it going to be? In the attic? Of course it's going to be in the basement. Well, like, where? <laughs> we've been there. We, no, well, we've been they, the what I, what, but, that, but that's what he's yeah. saying. It's just like... It's closed off. But they used to... The, the rumor always was that it was in the, in the basement, like through that closet. Right? Well, you know, if you look recently, some re serious work's been done at the, at the Playboy Mansion. Now he's dead. The whole backyard has been dug up. And everyone's like, I wonder what they're trying to cover up. Mm. Because they always said that the Playboy Mansion was a uh, CIA honeypot. That wouldn't surprise me a one bit. One chance. I mean, you know, because that was probably back in the day where you, they could blackmail you if you cheated on their wife. Like, it's like we're so open-minded to everything now. Yeah, it used to be a lot easier. Yeah, right. It just like you be got like, caught jerking off in a movie theater. Your yeah, life is over. You're like, oh, you looked at a woman's ankles. Yeah. We're gonna let everybody know. You're like, oh no, don't ruin my career. I'm never gonna get a job as a silent actor again. You know, uh, Ryan's gotta be like, why am I on this show? Nobody's let me talk. Ryan, the rest of the show is yours. I'm gonna listen quietly. Um, enjoying it, uh, Ryan. So. Ryan's an honest research, and I'm just yelling at him. Um, Ryan, so the underground tunnels, had you, had you heard anything about that with Pegasus? I mean, yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, it's one of those things, like I was talking about earlier, like uh, when filing stuff, um, you have to file it. Like, this, this is speculation. So are there underground tunnels in that area? 100%. Are really? Pegasus? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so D.C. had, like, this rail system underground. That playground right next to Pegasus uh, used to be an underground park. Oh, you know? Dude, I feel so bad because you just start – and you just say so much amazing <laughs> shit. There is a playground <laughs> next to 
The Pegasus Hotel? I mean, the Pegasus Museum? Yeah, yeah. So there's, uh, in, in my video I made, like, uh, showing Pegasus, I take a street view walk around the alley, uh, around Pegasus and around to the playground. And when I'm in front of the playground looking at Pegasus, which is the building right next to it, you can see a person on top of Pegasus Museum uh, standing on top looking towards the, the playground. It doesn't mean anything sinister, but it's it certainly, well, what a coincidence that that guy just happened to be standing up there uh, at that time. It's totally sinister. I mean, like, dude, I mean, after we know what the guy who owns it, what he's accused of, it's totally <laughs> creepy. But that playground used to be a, uh, uh, what do they call it? Like a place where you're like, oh, I got to get on the subway. Let me go walk here. I go downstairs. Um, um, subway station? Uh, a subway station, right? Yeah. As a yeah. entrance. A subway station. So they like filled that in and it was a turnaround spot. So it's like a, there's a big circle right there for subways to turn around. Um, so that's right there under that playground. Any other tunnels beyond that, I'm not fully aware of but yeah that's there down the road uh there's an there's an entrance to the underground tunnels it's uh um, what there's uh, down the road there's an entrance to the underground tunnels that is the subway uh that is not the subway that's just tunnels um so I, th there's tunnels throughout dc yeah uh, man. That, that's no this is super creepy dude super creepy and then we just had all that shit right now where like there was this put out that they had that they had discovered all these kids in tunnels and that story went away but that story reminded me very much of pizzagate how there was like this talk of all this shit and then everybody just was like oh you're so stupid there's no proof and you're like well there's a ton of proof but it's very interesting man very interesting okay here's the here's the photo you can see the guy in orange at yeah. the top of that building. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that is creepy, right? Do you think I'm really bad at lining this up? It's okay, dude. It looks great. Uh do, do you think he was looking at kids or looking at you filming, going, why is that guy filming? <laughs> Who knows what that guy's looking at, man? And why are you wearing just... bright orange if you're trying to hide? Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like, unless you're hiding in a pitcher of Kool-Aid. It's like he's a hunter trying not to be shot or something. Like, don't get me wrong. I love black people, man. But sometimes they wear that bright camouflage all over the place. I'm like, where are you hiding? Like, where does bright orange and red blend in? Blend in like a <laughs> Miami disco or something. Or some like jello. Like, I don't know where you're hiding. And, you know, that guy could seriously just be like their air conditioner worker. You know, like... It could be 100% nothing. Well, yeah, I prefer to think it's something. It's a lot more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the premise of the show. Yeah. So, so back to uh, what we're talking about. You put out this video. Uh, Pegasus is interesting because is there some sort of connection to pedophilia, Pegasus? Uh, yeah, I think there is like a... Uh, some sort of connection. It's just with the Greek gods in general. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of pedophilia in there that kind of doesn't get put out in the mainstream because, I mean, Greek culture is still, like, part of, like, a, like you, you see it a lot in movies, TV, stories, stuff like that. And one of the things they conveniently forget is that pedophilia was in the fabric of Greek culture. 
Uh, one more thing. Here's the uh, here's the playground turnaround trolley playground. Yeah. So you can see the turnaround in there. Yeah, and it's right next to Pegasus. Yeah, so weird. You know, Greek culture def- definitely has a lot of butt play. You know, they're very much into like the weirdness. The the whole theory is like that's why Greece fell because they are just getting too weird. I always think that's that's the powers that be blaming the people for the fall of an empire. What do you mean? Like they weren't reproducing enough because they just couldn't stop. No, they're just, (laughs) they're just too busy getting weird (laughs) and they stopped caring. That's crazy. Right. That's kind of a theory that they, 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 took their eye off the ball in terms of life. And they were more concerned about, you know, culture and all that stuff. And I always think that that is just used as an excuse because the truth is, if you even look at America and what's happening with our empire, the great fall is greed. It's, you know, they want to blame it on culture. Like you'll see people blame it on feminism, uh, you know, all these different things. When in reality, it's greed. The powers that be are so greedy, they keep pulling and pulling and pulling that eventually just, cl- if you don't take care of the base, the structure collapses on itself. That's just how it is. But the right form of government is so important, right? Because you have to restrain those kind of natural urges. That 100%. Have, the greed, so, right? Well, that's the whole thing. It's like, and I'm going to get murdered by everybody here, right? If regulations were called what they really are, which is protections, people would less likely be going nuts on it. But the use of regulations is used. Now, dude, I've been on the record a thousand times saying I'm against fee of entry. I'm against useless fees. Like, oh, I'm putting a deck on my house. I got to get 19 permits. Like, I'm against that. Totally. Right? and that's why the Roman church works. Regulations. They tell you what to say. You got to give them 10% of your earnings. You yeah. got to go tell yeah. this guy what you did. 100%. That's what it is. 100%. Regulation. And it is my belief that the Roman Empire never fell. It just, it just rebranded itself and became the uh, Roman Catholic Church. So Pegasus. And uh, Ryan, was there also something about, um, about the, a particular... God or uh, Greek entity that Alphantis had used as his Instagram pic? Uh, yeah, there was something about that. I'm not too familiar with it, but it's his Instagram pic. I think it still is. Uh, but he's the God of something. But there was something. The God like of like. Just... Something like God of diddling or something like that. Literally like. <laughs> God of diddling. <laughs> he's literally like the God of boy love or some shit like that. Well, that's him. I don't know who it is. Yeah, that's it. Like guy. that guy is the god of like. All those things look the same to me, though. You know, like how you pick one of those out of a lineup. One because of probably that's from a famous picture of the guy. <laughs> and so I'll yeah, go, oh, that's it. What's that? It's some kind of statue, uh, but it, it, it does have some significance. And it goes with the, the, the consistent theme that these guys are heavily involved in pedophilia. Um, there's just an underlying with almost every single joke with their pictures uh, on every, hey, just Ryan. about everything they do, it's pedophilia Ryan, related. Why do you think they are compelled to do that to kind of give these public, because they would be so much harder to attract and to, to kind of uncover if they just resisted this 
either this urge or this requirement that they kind of publicly broadcast this shit. Why do you think they do that? Yeah, I, th- I think they can. And I think there's not really many cases of them being called out on it and, and caught. Um, Why do you think they do it, though? Why do you think they is it to, to kind of attract others who are, are sort of similarly minded or is it just kind of fun for them? Maybe to normalize it, maybe that, you know, maybe it's some type of adrenaline rush that I was getting by poking the bear, you know, like it, it could be quite a few things, but I, 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 I can't put my finger on it. But it's obvious they don't, they're not concerned about getting caught, you know? Yeah. And honestly, why would they be? Like, what are the odds that these emails are going to be released, that we're going to make some connection to a pizza on a handkerchief? And then we're going to bring up some FBI document of unclassified symbols. And we're going to make that connection to James Alephantis. And then we're going to go look into James Alephantis Instagram. And we're going to see all these things. What are the odds of that happening? No, uh, you're right. It's, just one of the, yeah. it's internet hive mind just getting super focused on one thing and turning over every single rock. And I mean, they probably, this was some kind of awakening for them. Like, whoa. We need to rethink things. Oh, Here, um, here's what it says. It's, that picture is apparently a photo or a bust of the god of pederasty, at pederastry, which is like pedophilia. So yeah, it's the god lover. of <laughs> God, it's just like, just put it out there. Because I'm telling you, this group of people, the internet got away from them. And they created the internet to use it to basically... They thought they would brainwash people even more, but they didn't realize a bunch of young kids would come and flip the script on them, and it just got away from them. And, you know, there is something about, like, it's it's why, like, in particular, you see it in the hip-hop game, they're always throwing out symbols. But it's to let the people who know what that means know what that means. You know what I'm saying? Like, let them know, hey, dude, I'm part of the game. Like, you ever hear the theory that if you see um, a red light, you know, normally it would be white. But, like, if different colors have different meanings on what's going on at that house, right? Oh, right. Yeah, like red light special. Yeah, you know, the or red blue light lights, yeah. like gay, a gay hooker or some shit like that. Yeah, like the handkerchiefs. Yeah, same thing. Right? Like- so... Bruce Springsteen. And you know what's so funny? We talk about all this stuff about all these people never getting busted. How much did Dennis Hackerson piss off everybody that he's the only one that went to jail? Like, he must have really been an asshole. You you know one time that I think it got away from them as well? It was all the Disney symbols. You've seen the Disney symbols where it says sex and then the penis on the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, they never yeah. thought you could just rewind and check it all over again and literally zoom in and be like, holy shit, someone actually drew that. It just got away from them. They're like, I'll just slip it in there. We'll just watch it very casually. It just slips away from them. I don't think, and they throw it in there, and it's just like I said, it just slips away from them. I didn't think they'd ever notice that you could rewind that, watch it over, pause it, and be like, look, you're looking at it. Like, it's right fucking there, dude. Yeah, I agree with that. But there's so, like, and I, he's my best friend, and I love him with all my heart. There's definitely some weird symbolism in Duncan Trussell's uh, 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 animation. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to be like, because I know him on a, like, a very personal level. And that is not who he is. But who knows who the animators are? Well, at some level, do you think it's just people having a laugh like with Duncan's thing? That, that, that is, but see, then it's my thing. Like, once you make a golden rule, 
Someone you love is going to break it. Yeah. And then you got to go, am I going to stick to this rule or am I going to be a fucking hypocrite? Yeah, see, I, I think you got to just take it case by case. I don't think you can make golden rules with shit like that. You got to follow the evidence, right? And I think that's what Ryan was saying that he was, he's been doing this whole time. He's just kind of supporting each case on its evidence. So you say I should shut up and let Ryan talk? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm only kidding, dude. I, just feel, I, I, do, I, I am dying to know the, like, the end of this. Stuff. Well, yeah, that's why know. we're Let's getting to it. Know. I'm setting it all up, man. <laughs> okay, so it's like an hour of setup now. Okay. <laughs> okay, Johnny, get off the fucking show. I'll run this myself. Ryan, you're my new co-host. Welcome. You can talk all you want. Uh, so, Ryan, so I'm trying to lay down what the whole scope for anybody who just started listening to the show. Because, you know... So anyways, Ryan, so uh, you with your 20 t-shirts decide to approach uh, possible <laughs> world-renowned child sex trafficker, James Alafontis, to see if he'd like to do an interview about the Pegasus Hotel. Yeah, so I made my shirts. I sold like one, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I, I want to do something to like, uh, you know, I, I put in effort to Pizzagate. Let me organize that. I'll make some videos. I've never made videos before. Let me put them together, see how that goes. And, um, and then, so I was making my videos, kind of getting used to how that works. Then I reach out to Alaphantis and I, oh, and at the end of my videos, I'm like, hey, and just check out these shirts, you know? So then I finally get to uh, Alaphantis, we're talking. Then uh, he dismisses me, says not happening. And then um, I make the Pegasus Museum video. And then, like, I could tell immediately he's like, okay, man, you win. Everything had changed at this point. Like, I just felt it, like, deep in my soul. Like, I have his full. Well, are you, do you have one of those old conference call phones right there? No, I'm at work right now. Oh, okay. I was like, someone's got one of those with the, the light blinks on it, and you're just hitting different. Hold, please. Hold, please. Hold, please. Mr. Johnson, somebody's on line three. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. We got James Alfontis, line three. <laughs> <laughs> go on, uh, go on. So I make that video. He contacts me, and he's uh, his whole tone has changed, and it becomes very like he's trying to find out more about me. Um, so he's – I've got the – I've actually – this is the first interview I've done where I've been, like, able to have my phone and look at the messages. Awesome. So, Yeah. Uh, so I'll be able to reference back to them. Okay. Excuse me for a second. Hey, so Ryan, do you okay. think he was like monitoring your social and your YouTube and stuff? Like after you contact him originally, is that why? Or did you, or I, I did you send probably him checked out, probably checked it out for a second and then got bored of it. Cause there was nothing there. Like I, I, it's not like a lot of people were following me. I was just some random. No, no. Guy I mean, how did he find out about the Pegasus videos? What I meant? Did you send it to him, or did he? Oh, so yeah. No, I didn't send it to him. He must have been like looking at, went to the YouTube channel, saw it, and was okay. like, "What, what is this That's Pegasus Museum?" Yeah. Um, but it, it just had a lot of information, and it was defend that that video was definitive proof that we located the location of that one picture where they're digging trenches. Yeah, and before, that's all it was. Before it was he contacted perfect. you, how many views did it have? Uh, it, it popped off like, uh, I mean, I, I can't remember exactly, but thousands and thousands of views, uh, all the threads, like anywhere you'd go to talk about Pizzagate, it was like the number one topic. Uh, and it, it just, it kind of blew up. Uh, but then he basically told me like, remove the video. Um, he, he threatened to, he, 
Basically, he said uh, we went from Facebook Messenger to textbook or text message. Oh so man, you gave said, him your number, dude. You do live dangerously. No, he gave me his number and oh, told me to call him. Yeah, I'd be but like, nah, I'm a dude. I'd be like, if they sell public phones, I would call you from that. Did you go to your dude, office and I, use one of your conference call phones? <laughs> Look, maybe here, <laughs> extension two two five. Call me from a secure line. <laughs> So so I ended up calling this guy because he was like, call me, you have 10 seconds. And he started doing this weird countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7. <laughs> I was just like, and I, I got my buddy there with me. So I'm like, dude, what the fuck do I do? Like, Stop. Is this the most white person thing ever? Like, like you know, somebody's like, dude, some, hey, call me 10 seconds. Like, this is every black comedian's joke about shooting, how, like, white people run to the shooting to see what happens, right? Like, I, dude, some guy's like, call me 10 seconds, I'll kill you. I'll be like, hang up, change my number, goodbye. You're like, fuck it, I got T-shirts to sell. I got to call this guy. Maybe, maybe <laughs> buy a T-shirt. I think this guy is like a Rothschild, you know? Like, I believe this guy is what they say he is. Um, so I'm like, this guy can... He'll kill me if he wants to kill me. Okay, I so, respect that. I respect that. So I call him. He t- he says it. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your mom, your girlfriend. <laughs> He's going to kill everybody in my life. I got to take the video down. And I need to do it without making any waves. Don't let anybody. So I'm just like, okay, dude, you win. Video down. I take the video down. So then the whole internet world is like, what happened to Ryan? <laughs> they got him. They got him. And I'm just like, uh, no, well, I don't say anything. That's right. So then I continue this conversation with Elephantis. We talk over the next few days. He's calling me. We're texting. And I'm like, he didn't offer you I'm no like, money? He's, take he's it not down? offering me any money. He's sending me emojis. Did he and threaten, some people did he threaten legal action? emojis were offers, but I, I couldn't figure it out. Did he threaten legal action? Yeah, he threatened legal action. He, he, he what was the grounds for his legal action? What was he like? Your what's your slander? I mean, I was putting like permits out there. I, I didn't say like he's involved with pedophilia. This place is used for this. I'm like, here are the facts. So I like I decently covered my ass that I, I didn't claim anything that wasn't true. But I'm also putting like permits out there. But like public information, so it shouldn't be like a big deal, right? But in the time, it was a huge deal, and I was like, "I'm fucked." Like I, I'm fucked. Um, so I'm talking to my buddies right now. I'm like, "What the? What have I gotten into?" Are you like too close? To sell time. my t-shirts at my funeral. <laughs> See if we can, I need these gone. I love that he's sending me emojis, dude. Like, what is it, like the knife and the? What you do know? you think the emojis were? There's probably a baby emoji. Was there a baby emoji? Pix uh, emoji. I got him right here. Black boys. dick oh, here emoji. We go. He's, okay. he's pulling them up. All right. Oh no, just, shit. Yeah, what? Just tell us what they are. Oh, hey, X, can you talk again, Ryan? XG's on the screen. I'm gonna have to. Ryan, get put that up to the screen. XG, just Ryan. We need you to talk because it's based on who's talking. Okay, gotcha. So it's a uh, it's a ping pong, pa- a couple ping pong battles, some kissy lips, some painted fingernails, and some money with wings. And uh, that seems like something like, to me. That's an offer. Just give everybody his number. Fuck it. We control him. 
Dude, no, SG, dude, that's the mo- the second dumbest thing you've said on the show today. <laughs> Doc's the guy. Doc's the guy that could kill hey, all of us. Give the guy who's threatened to kill everybody's family. Give out his number so we I'll can. Text him. I'll troll him. No, because then I'll get killed. They don't kill you. They kill the people around you. Right? Which is why Johnny's lived in fear forever. He's like, dude, don't do that. They kill people around you, right? That's what you're always your No, that was that you or Ryan would say. Ryan used to that say That sounds like Ryan, yeah. Ryan was like, dude, they're not gonna kill you, they're gonna kill me. I'm like, yeah, we should be so lucky. Go on. Uh <laughs> what what read those things again. Uh actually do me a favor, please shut up so we you don't take over the screen so I can see okay, these sorry. fucking emojis. I, gotta, I can spotlight. I gotta them. remember to talk. So here he's sending me pictures of me and my mom. Oh my, my god. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So he's like on like full attack right now. Here he is sending me pictures of me and my fiance. Oh, she's beautiful, dude. Thank you. Um, so he keeps sending me this stuff. He's sending me like pictures of me and my buddies, me at past jobs. And he's just constantly like, delete the, the video, no waves. But I, I delete the video. And then I'm like, what else you want me to delete? I'm in deleting mode. Tell me what to do. I'll do it. You I'm win. a deleter. I wouldn't delete it if I tried. Yeah. <laughs> so I deleted like a lot. Um, but then I'm talking to my buddies at this same time. And uh, my buddies are, and me are talking and we're like, honestly, like I'm vulnerable. I have information. I, I've, and nobody knows who I am. So I'm in this situation where they don't like me. They would not mind doing harm to me. And nobody knows who I am. They're like, you need to put these threads out there and amplify the, 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 the original video. So I'm like, okay. So I start putting this other video together that details all the threats and everything that happened. <laughs> And then I make a video that walks everybody through it. Like, so, this is why hold on. so when you said you were in deleting mode, you were actually in like, let's pour more gas on the fire <laughs> mode. Is that what you're saying? You're like, I'm yeah, ready to delete everything. So I made more videos and fucking pissed them off. I mean, on the surface, I'm just complying, comply, comply, comply. Uh, like you're in it. charge. Uh, but underneath, I'm thinking like, I got to protect my ass here. What's the next steps to ensuring i put me and my family and everybody in the best situation did he ever so give you that, any did he ever answer any of your questions about about any of the stuff did, yeah, he? did he even get any, yeah, he any answers he did you said uh yeah so i i asked him what that room was he said it was a freaky room uh what um, a freaky yeah, sam, room listen, sam listen hold on he okay, asked him what the room was he says and by the way, this story is a pack of lies. I said, what is it then? Pure garbage? He says, yep. I mean, the wall is the same wall. So he's confirming that that wall from that picture is in Pegasus Museum. He said, but what the hell does that mean? And our families deserve to be safe. And I said, no doubt. I said, what were y'all building in the room? Why the trenches? Uh, he says, you are too much, man, on the edge of total destruction, still curious. Um, he, then he says, the FBI liked your videos. Uh, so, so there is something and then he goes and plumbing it's plumbing like all caps plumbing and he said have you ever run plumbing uh and he said it's to build a room it's not trenches any basic construction moron would see the diff the difference and uh i go so the kill the kill room stuff was just a joke and he says uh ugh 
And he, then he says, it's a freaky room. So I guess like a room they get freaky in. I don't I It's hard to translate. I mean, that. that's not the best. I mean, like if I, you know, if, I, if I'm talking to Elephantis, I'm like, ah, maybe you shouldn't say freaky room. I don't think that's the best thing to say in that moment. Right? What? If, if you're you know, Elephantis? He's misspelled yeah. a lot of words. So I'm thinking he's like a little fucked up, you know? Um, oh, a little drunk. And then. Or has so me texting movie, for him. <laughs> the next morning, he calls me on FaceTime while he's in his car. So I'm looking up at James Elephantis. Uh, you know, I'm in like the, you can tell you, like, put me down, like, uh, under the dash where, like, uh, the radio might be or something. And I'm looking up at him. And so I'm like, oh, shit, let me go ahead and screen grab. As I'm doing that, he hangs up. Oh. So then he calls me normally. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, so that happened. And then, like, later that day, that's when I released, like, the threats video that just detailed all the threats of what was What happening. did he say to you when he called? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I can't remember that exact conversation. I, at this point, he's just talking about probably, like, lawyers and... Um, but more threats. Like, the same kind of tone. Not not any... It hasn't... Like, same tone. I mean, at this time, at, he's, like... He's talking... Like, at first, he was very aggressive. And now it's, like... I'm his little slave in a cage that does what he wants. He'll be nice to me, but I'm still like in his little cage. He's in control type deal. Uh, And again, I'm just complying. To this day, people comment on my YouTube page, you fucking pussy. Uh, I would have beat that guy's ass. And I'm just like, all right. People just are so tough until that, like the shit. I mean, like, dude, let's just, let's, I mean, I, I do think this guy, is part of a very dark, dark network. What he represents is like violence, pain, suffering, death, right? I mean, yeah, that's what he means. He's the, he's the DC branch of Epstein. Like there's the Epstein main branch headquarters, and then he's the DC branch. Did that talking, Hollywood branch, probably that Playboy mansion. Did talking to him convince you more than ever of, of his uh, association with all that shit? I mean, I wouldn't say it made him, made me think he's guilty of what we're accusing him of any more or less. Okay. Like I said, he's guilty of like that being an overall theme. Like if that was, if he had a MySpace, it would be like pedophilia themed. Like everything he does is pedophilia themed. His Instagram Um, is. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Uh, All his friends. It's like this common joke that they do this topic that they're always talking about. It's like that film director. That, what, what, James Gunn? Or what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just obsessed with it. Yeah. It's, it's my theory that if you're always joking about something, there is some sort of truth there. I mean, that would be my take on it as well, uh, but it's not something I can prove. You know, now, even though um, I just did a story, a joke about Adam Sandler and I having gay sex, there's no truth to that, <laughs> okay? But I just think if it's a common theme, I mean, amongst you and all your friends, there's something there. And it's very shocking. And, and for me, I don't know, maybe this is a weird kind of sexism for me, but it's like it's way more shocking when it involves women who are hurting children. Because they, you know, we tend to see them as the nurturers of, of, the, of the two sexes. And for them to go in there and, like, openly hurt these people, 
I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, the stories we've heard of women in Hollywood, like Epstein had all these like these socialite women who were like procuring even younger girls for these fucking monsters. Like they're I don't know if they're worse, but man, it like it hits harder when you think about women doing that to women. Or to children. It's yeah, to children. It's pretty awful throughout. It's it's strange that it's so like this isn't an isolated like patch. Like it's literally all over. Like you're saying, Haster, Epstein, uh, Prince Andrew. Like it's global, uh, and it's a, a common theme. This satanic rituals, satanic worship, and pedophilia is a common theme throughout power on a global scale. Uh, so it, it was. The whole Pizzagate thing was just so awakening. Like, can I, okay, can I, can I ask you, Ryan, since you've gone pretty deep on this, do you think is pedophilia uh, like a persuasion? Do you think it's something that's genetic or is this a cultural thing? Is this like something that's just deep into this sort of elitist culture that they've passed down? I mean, I definitely think it's in their culture. I think it's normalized within those circles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an initiation type deal to bring people into their circle. Um, I, I think it's an intelligence gathering uh, situation. Um, the, I think there's a lot of byproducts of them that works to the top 0.0001% advantage. But you don't think it's uh, like a genetic sort of mental illness uh, for some of them? And then they're, they're yeah. kind of the ringleaders of all of it? Well, you know, my opinion is real quick is that, yeah. you know, that, that there was a time where marrying a 12, 13 year old was, and I'm not saying it's right, it was very pre- prevalent. No. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld dated a 17 year old when he was like 40. So. Yeah, and he's like, what's up with those titties, right? <laughs> and uh, people always forget about that. It's so interesting yeah. how, like, all these clean comics have some very dark, dark backgrounds. Um, but, you know, so I don't know if it's it's something that's like a gen- genetic thing, but yeah, I just I because you know when they convict pedophiles like rank rank and file pedophiles, not elite pedophiles. Well, they, they never say, did that. They only did the poor. Pedophiles. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they say it's like they give them mental. You know, it's they treat them like they a mental it's a illness. It's a, they say it's a disease. Yeah. And I just wonder how many of these people in the you know the elite. If they are afflicted by this disease, or if it's just something kind of learned, you know what I'm saying? Like well, they learn to. I think they. Uh, I mean, if you really talk to some of these kids, uh, these very rich kids, they are put through the ringer of trauma, yeah. so that they become almost psychopathic in their in themselves, so that they can carry on the family business, which sometimes and, involves dark arts. And not to justify them, but a lot of people have been molested, were molested before, and it's kind of like not a tradition, but they keep passing it on. And I have the, the elite, the elite didn't, didn't really get molested. I think it's just part of like initiation. But like those ones that get molested by priests and keep it going, I think that's just like, he did it to me. I'm just going to do it to him because they don't see it as a bad thing when it, got, when it happened to them. I think there's different levels of being a pedophile. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's, there's different types. So when we're talking about these powerful, like the top, the 0.001% at the top being involved with pedophilia, that I think is a culture thing. And it's needed because of the byproducts it gives them that are able to be used as tools. But when we're talking about Joe down the road, uh, who, who's 
involved with that stuff. That yeah, I'd say shady. it was due to some kind of something that happened to him in his past, uh, a power move for him. Um, what, but then you have these people like Jimmy Savile, you know, who are both probably. They're kind of in, hooked up and juiced in entertainment and the elites, but they're also pedophiles like by persuasion or mental illness or whatever. Or they got molested themselves. That's what I mean, though. That's what I'm saying. He's like that. Yeah, he's one of those. It's kind of both of those in one person, and those are the true demons, like the people that just fucking, they're the worst of the worst, I would say. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Savile has to be one of the most notoriously evil sex addicts you've ever seen in your life. I mean, the things that he has been accused of are just... Not only like children, but the super elderly. Like, you got to be really weird. Like, I mean, the worst, the worst. And like, he gets positioned by these people to be this very big name. And again, that's how they keep, uh, they, they flood you with money so you never snitch on anybody. That's how they do it. Or in Ryan's case, they fucking threaten your life and then like yeah. shit down your neck on yeah. every, call you on FaceTime and like, you know, just now Ryan, uh so we had all this. What was his reaction to the 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 new videos? At um, the time. So when video. I put the, the the threats video out explaining the ways he threatened me and that we've had conversations over the past few days, I provided like, you know, all the the Facebook messenger messages, all the text messages. I provided like the, the, the call logs and I would just mark out certain numbers and try to cover my ass. Um, he messaged me. Wasn't long after I uploaded it and was like, uh, why do you lie? You're lying. Something like that. I was like, I didn't lie. I mean, that's what you did. Uh, and then he never messaged me again. Um, but then like the, the internet attacked me and it was like, give me proof. We need proof. And then everything I would provide at proof, they'd show like, oh, well, I can do this to replicate what you just did. And I wasn't, obviously I, it didn't happen to me. So how can I replicate it? So I spent like hours that night, the next couple of days providing as much proof as I could provide without opening myself up to being vulnerable from like legal action and stuff like that. So I, I put out, I mean, I, and I've got my phone bills, I've got unedited call logs, unedited everything. Um, and I, I send those to like people I trusted, you know, but it's not something I just made public. Um, so the next few days was just me trying to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that that happened. I made a police report. Uh, I went to the FBI uh, talk to them, uh, talk to them for a couple hours. And what um, were they saying? I was, dude, it was strange. So the police were like, so a pizza shop owner is threatening <laughs> to kill you in DC. And I'm like, yes. And, but you got to understand there are these emails, you know? So it was like this weird situation with the police and they were like, okay, okay. But they oh, made the police so this was the police or the FBI? Wait, what was that? Was this the police or the FBI that was saying this to you? The police. So they were like, okay, guy, you know, just kind of like, sure, sure, sure. And they made the report. The FBI was like in detail on everything. We went in depth on everything. I explained everything about Pizzagate for like 45 minutes. And then I got into like the threats and everything. Uh, And the, 
my agent that I, uh, that was my contact just moved here from DC. Uh, and, um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, but that was my experience with the FBI. They called me back, uh, for a few weeks, just checking on me. How is everything? Has he contacted you back? Everything going good? Have you noticed anything? Like, no, no, everything's good. Um, but Hey Ryan, what did he mean when I, he said earlier that the FBI liked your your videos? Do you know it was? Is he... uh, honestly, I don't know, man. Uh, what he's uh, trying to say is that he's contacted the FBI and said that you were some sort of threat to him. Okay, so he was like, yes. "I'm gonna, I'm reporting you." Yeah, a threat which to is reporting. a total okay. like, okay. you know, I've got the FBI looking into you. Yeah, that you're the gonna come after you now. Okay. That's fascinating. Did, so, did you get the sense that the FBI had any education about Pizzagate at all, or, did you, or was it all new information? I mean, the agent I was talking to was not aware of it okay. at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I know the so, FBI does know about it, but the guy you talked to didn't. That's that's really my. I, I didn't. My 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 thought was maybe you got somebody who was kind of handles these things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but that didn't seem to be the case, right? No, I was just a random FBI agent. Okay. I talked to an attorney because I was like, oh, fuck, let me go find one. I was about to say so you should have had a lawyer. Him. I was about to say uh, you should have had a lawyer. You can't be, I mean. Wait, when I was visiting the FBI agent? Yeah, you, you had a lawyer, right? At all? Or no? Just kind of went in there no, not really. defending yourself? I went there by myself. He told me, he said, I know an FBI agent. I'm going to get you to talk to him. So I went to meet him. It wasn't him. And I spoke to this other FBI agent that was just transferred from D.C. Like the, the days prior. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. That's hey, weird. Did, Ryan, I, did any kind of, did you get any kind of sort of, uh, what do you say, suspect uh, threats like emails or any weird shit on your phone, phone calls, anything in the, in the, t- the days and months after this? No, I wouldn't say that. It, it should conspiracy people the people that are watching are pretty crazy um hey so i resemble just, that <laughs> <laughs> well it's just true and i'm not saying all of them like i i'm a conspiracy guy you know but it definitely attracts that crowd um that just knows something's wrong and it's not their fault it definitely draws that type of person to conspiracies and so a lot of them are like Dude, I'm on my way to you right now. I've got guns. I will protect you for the next Jesus three weeks. I'm on your side. I'm like, please stop. Like, don't do that. Uh, so that that's what I mean. It's just like I've got guns. I've got blue yeah, chew. Like, I'm ready to rock. It's all I need. Dude. Um that is nuts. So it we was, have a, it was weird. And we have an update, have right? Some, we have an update that he has since. Wait, what, what was that? What Can you was put that, that back what'd up? You just, what'd you just show us? Oh, uh, it was just. This is the kind of shit I would find on Facebook. I, um, we can't read that. It's, yeah, what does it say? Those, what, what are, it says, uh, don't go to Pegasus or my mom will die. Oh, don't forget geez. to buy my t shirt. <laughs> 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 that, that is... across on like, Facebook. I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> That is not funny. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Um, I mean, it is funny. Um, so there's an update, though. You he recontacted you recently, or am I wrong about that? Uh, I mean, I haven't told anybody that except for like you and like two other people. <laughs> okay, maybe uh, I should have said that. 
<laughs> so he, he did contact me like when I told you, like the next day is when I told you, because I was like, should I tell anybody about this? And I was like, I'll tell him, you know, because it is an interesting turn of events. But yeah, he contacted me. He said hello. And I said, hey. <laughs> and then he never said anything back. I wonder so, what I, mean, I wonder what he has you under what name under on his phone, right? What do you think it is? Uh, bitch boy. I don't know. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Dude's too close to the truth. <laughs> Fuck his mom. Uh, Which one is that? What, what there's something you? else that's uh that's interesting. Um so this is uh YouTube removing one of my videos and it was removed by because of a copyright claim by James Alafontis. <laughs> oh my god. Do they ever tell you that? I've never seen They said it on yeah. You can go right now and find that uh that clip. Sometimes. It depends on, like, I've seen it, like, WGA and shit like that. Okay, know. I never get told who did it. Like, I think one time I got a tattoo, and, like, you can barely hear a song in the background. Oh, yeah. They're... And the rapper's like, yep, that's our song. Give us our that's money. That's the worst, yeah. You're like, dude, you can't even hear it. That's nuts. Would you come on if I can get James Alphonsus on here? You guys can kind of work it out. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, me. no, 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 no. I don't have any T-shirts to sell. I have his contact info. No, dude, you can keep that. I don't. Send I don't it want to me. Like I said, send it to me. I'll text him. No, you better not, XG. <laughs> you want to come okay, back? I just you found want... this one. What is it? So here he is saying, "Call me now. Uh, you have ten seconds." Oh, there, oh, there he's it is. Counting down. There it is. He's counting it down. <laughs> Holy so shit. He really did a countdown. Like, Hold real on. deal did that. So, you get, he got the one? All the way to one. Oh, damn. Because I was like, what the fuck do I do? What Johnny, would you have called him? We know XG would. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if I was so far down the rabbit hole on this thing, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, you would you, be like, okay, I'm going to call this guy? Yeah, dude. I mean, you, dude, my background is in journalism. I've had to make some weird phone calls. I'm used to that. Why? What's the weirdest phone call you had to make? Well, just like politicians who've cheated on their wives shit like that and you got to call and ask some questions about you stuff guys like you've asked politicians yeah, that i mean shit like that hey dude what's up yeah. hey i'm i'm johnny with the charlotte observer well, and like people who've committed crimes you know like yeah uh, those are the worst calls people just got got perp walked you know oh yeah it sucks yeah oh man I'll all right sorry these are kind of out of order uh but here's another one and i know i'm gonna have to read this yeah uh, please so i'll just do, do my best he goes, um, so I go, so what's up, man? He goes, he's in trouble. And I go, who? And he goes, you, all caps. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Who stole the cookie more? from the cookie jar? <laughs> who, <laughs> me? Yes, you. Couldn't be. <laughs> then who? Right? That's basically what he's, he did with you right there. <laughs> this goes back to, like, I don't think these guys are, like, that sharp. You know, I just think they're in a position of power. Uh, well, they're, so they're not only are they in a position of power, but they're so surrounded by money that it's, like, so hard for them to actually feel the loss. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it takes them their money, but they got so much money, they'll never feel any of the actual results of their actions. Yeah, they're, almost, they're like modern royalty, right? And, right. And what the plebs are exactly. doing, you know, the commoners are doing really is sort of we're, amusement to them. We're fodder for them. Yeah. We are, the, dude, we're cattle to them, and they don't like the cattle unionizing. That's the yeah. truth. Yeah. Yo, Ryan, what do you think about the new videos that are out right now? 
the what pedal gate 2020 oh did you see we Hanks. made the uh, big board did you see that oh yeah with the pandemic someone put out a video called pandemic they break down the whole thing on how uh this whole thing was planned out and all them saying that's basically planned out none of it makes sense and then they have a clip of me and eddie talking about the masks Oh, it's, you made it. Nice. I made the big board, dude. I made the big board. But it's really weird. Like, I was in an anonymous video, and that was really cool. And then somebody said that, like, Jack now is, they think Jack from Twitter is running the anonymous uh, accounts. Dude, Sam, you've been on anonymous. You were on the Q on 2. Yeah, I was in Q on 2. Dude, you're yeah. rocking it. I'm on, I'm on fire. All the, you're on all this, but you can't stay on social media. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves me except for the power people. Uh Ryan, dude. So where are we leaving this at? What's the final thoughts here? Um, you know, just be careful out there when you're digging around. <laughs> you no, know, no. I'll say this. I'll say this to all these people out there that are still taking the time to like contact me, tell me I'm a pussy, and all this stuff. Or, or tell me I'm dumb, and I, you know, because it happens like often. And I'm like, I realize I didn't like go into this with you know everything prepared, but like literally, like I'm nothing special. Anybody could have done these events that led up to this, and this was like a big breakthrough as far as Pegasus, like Pegasus Museum was a big breakthrough, and then the Elephantus threats were a big breakthrough. We got to see more of his character and that side of his character. Right, right, right. Um, this was a big breakthrough and anybody could have done it. You know, all you had to do was do this plus do this, like one plus one equals two. And that's all I did. I never claimed to be some hero, yeah. anything special. I'm not some investigative like yeah. journalist that I do that. Uh, I'm just some guy who like Mr. Magood his way into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like I still did it, you yeah. know? Ryan, um, listen to me, man. First of all, you did a great job. Okay. You know, we've had fun with it today, you know, but you've done it. You did a great job. You were very brave what you did and you did it because you care. The only reason you would do that is because there's a, there is, I believe it's real, but at the time you believe there was a possibility that this man is hurting children. So you risked it and you made a, we joked about you call him up, but truly you were brave to doing that. Listen, most of those guys who are giving you shit have been on Twitter since 2010 and have like 60 followers. They're, they don't even use their real name and they use fake pictures and they're pussies and they're garbage people because they'd rather spend time attacking you, getting their nipples hard, thinking that they're being funny than actually go out and try to make a difference in the world and actually work on getting uh, triple digit followers on social media, uh, 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 a website and a tool to basically help you socialize. And they failed on that. They failed on the socializing tool. So they're, they're just garbage people and you're a great guy and you worked really hard and you did something very brave. So I want to say thank you for that, dude. And don't ever let them get down deep. The biggest thing I do do is I block these motherfuckers. Block all of them. I go on a block party. I'm, every time I'm just, no, no, no. I go, did Ken be my tombo on them? I go, no, 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 no. And I just start blocking, blocking, blocking. After losing Brody Stevens, I have zero tolerance for shit talkers, in particular on free shit. 
stuff I'm giving out for free, and you're going to come at me? Block. And then they go, why don't you just block me? I go, wishes. <laughs> Your wishes. Command. You know, whatever that is. But the point is. Um, I, uh, I just discovered Brody Stevens, and I've been like nonstop watching like his old podcast. What an interesting, funny guy. Yeah. Um, and they beat him up really bad. And it really I'm sucks. shocked he never like broke through, you know, I mean, he really like he, he would focus on it and in his talks is like he's a crowd warm up guy. He had like a lot of successful friends that broke through and uh, man, just what a sorry to like bring it up. But it was just something like I just dove into the past like month. Uh, just digging into Brody Stevens and all the content I can find, which oh, isn't dude. very much. It isn't very much. That guy did like, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, a so lot of podcasts. Have you seen his HBO show, Ryan? Uh, HBO? I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, well, well it was, they, they redid it on HBO. They, like recut it and it came, it was on HBO's app. Yeah. Really? I watched it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have to check it out. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I think I, I think it's still on. Uh, all right. I got to watch that. Um, well, it's. I think it's. It's the same. It's just a recut. Well, I maybe. never watched it because I was very angry at Brody about it. Why? I, I well, because this... a bunch of his stand-ups. Every time he does a joke, he repeats a joke. Like it gets funnier. Like <laughs> every single time. Like every time you hear it, you're like, "Oh, he's doing it again." You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> and he got. He, you know, it's a. It's a. It's a um, combination of prescription medication got him, and the fact that Brody never could. Oh, I see. Be... It was produced by HBO, and yeah. The, the the thing is, is that Brody could never enjoy his career. He always wanted to have those careers that other people that he saw blew up, and he never realized how super loved he was. And, and such a unique yeah, guy. I mean, just a unique talent. He's an iconic sort of guy, an iconoclast, yeah. I have this, uh, I have uh, Enjoy It tattooed right here, which is weird because this is my jerk-off wrist. I talk about that a lot. It's very <laughs> weird to have your buddy slang. How do you do f- the mouse? You, you you go left-handed on the computer mouse? Or what is that? Yeah, man. I just hit, I hit play and then I whack off. I oh, mean, what okay. do you want? You don't Who, jump like, around? What, you don't jump around? What are you around? just working at the whole time? I'm not playing video games. You're not changing the... Oh, so that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny's like me. He's got ADD. You got, I got to switch it every, yeah. couple, every couple minutes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every couple minutes? How long you got jerking off for? <laughs> Dude, this show just went to shit. <laughs> this is not a masturbation Dude, it, we're show. at an hour 45. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, I kept it too long. I appreciate you so much, dude. Uh, any any updates ever happen, hit us up. And, uh, dude, you're a great guy. Don't listen to these people. And feel free to block them, dude. That's the big, yeah, like... You know, I do when I can. Block everybody. Block me when you're done with this. Just block me. Block, block. Just do it, dude. No, man, I, I appreciate you having me on, dude. Like, I really appreciate it. I, I, I feel like it'll reach a new audience, and they can see, like, years later, like, I'm still around with the same story. Like, this this actually happened, um, and it's just – it's it's good. So I, I just really appreciate everybody who, like, retweets my, my tweets about the situation that happened because it's in, like, my pinned tweet where I go through every text message and everything. All that awareness, like it helps my situation and it just makes me feel comfortable. So from when it happened to this point, I feel so much more comfortable. And it's just from people being aware of what happened and just sharing that situation and people like you giving me platforms to go on and explain it. So I I, I really appreciate it. All right, Ryan, I appreciate you coming on. He is Ryan O'Neill. He's the second Ryan O'Neill in my life. 
Do you ever had that before where you had two of the same name people in your life? No, uh, not no, that I not really. can recall. That's I've a really, never that's a really met. A, it's a white problem, right? That's like, that's like whites and Koreans have that problem. You know, it's no, like, there's a lot of black people with the same last names. You could have like... No, but the same full name is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, for sure. I don't know if you'd ever... Unless you knew my dad and me, but that's family. There's a lot of John Smiths out there. Right, Ryan, a lot of Mexicans, too. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of Mexicans, and I'm just reporting them as quickly as I can. To <laughs> Guys, I appreciate you. Ryan O'Neill, thank you very much. Uh, Johnny, thank you. XG, thank you. Hopefully next week you'll be back in studio. Uh, I believe we're going to make that happen. Thank you so much. And guys, thanks so much for your support. We hope to see you in Washington. Take care, everybody. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the